Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. thing. Hello, everybody. You are now listening to Around the Way Curls, bringing you the best in hot topics, popular culture, and random things. <laughs> that should be the new intro. That's it. Can we get rid of that <laughs> intro, please? What intro? The intro that we have. It's time for something no, new. No, people don't want that. I'm talking about your yizzo. That's the intro. <laughs> Excuse Excuse me. <laughs> we need to. Every week you should say something different. No, anybody got time for that? I'm not figuring that out exactly. Mm-hmm. And Yizzo's from the heart. That's how I feel, Yizzo. Why didn't you just say it? Well, because I, you haven't been nice to me since we got on this Zoom, <laughs> so I didn't feel inspired. You told me to stop faking and to, to feel how I feel in life. Girl, and I felt detached. Me. Do that with other people, not with me. <laughs> so I had nothing to say when we started this episode. Thank you very much. Y'all, Shanti's being mean to me, so go ahead and do your little corny updates. <laughs> I forgot what they were, child. What, a, what am I talking oh. about? Um, the first update is, what did I say, Antoinette? Just get started off because I didn't. I don't have that. Right in front of me. What, Absolutely what? not. <laughs> Please. <laughs> the first update is that it is going. We have to cut this out. Hold on, guys. I'm so sorry. I nope. thought I was prepared, but I was not. And I can't remember what goes on in my life because I'm constantly disassociating from my reality. So <sighs> I have to um, remember what I had said. And what I had said was... This right here. Here we go. Here's my most recent update. Um, oh, <laughs> and that's funny to me. <laughs> so, I, uh, you know what I realized? I realized that condom usage, people that put on their condoms... And people you said it like wear, it's a foreign thing. People that put on their condoms. <laughs> <laughs> people that put on condoms and people that wear masks. The correlation between those that are like, all right, I'm going to take this risk. I just met you. I'm going to put it in raw. We both going to risk our lives. Right, here we go. Is similar to the people that wear masks. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like people that... I wear my mask. Like, there's people that's like, they won't take their mask off. There's other people that, like, do the, the mask on the, you know, on, on the, the chin. chin strap. And it's that like, shit okay, is so irritating. I'm going to talk to this person that I never... It's like one thing when it's, like, people within your pod or your family, and you're, like, not putting 
the mask all the way on. And then there's I was complete in my mom's strangers. house with my mask on. But you don't see she don't see her regularly. You don't have your mask on with Jade. No, I don't, child. But Jade's Jade is in our we have a deal. But you, that's a, that's comparable to like you're in an re- intimate relationship. Like you know this person, so like we're not going to wear condoms. Relationships. What I have learned is that you should have three condoms on, <laughs> and lie to them about being on birth control. Be like, I'm not on anything, so that's why you got to use this condom because well, they the mains one lying. Anyway. I'm trying to connect it to the masks. There are those people that you don't know this person. You know that you should wear a mask. But it's like, if that person doesn't put a mask on, then the Are other person doesn't put masks? a mask on. I no, want I, you to know. I'm, I'm, I, wanna, I, I'm, I'm I want a, to know. How can I get anywhere in this world? It's not a choice. I have to wear a mask. Like <laughs> That was where really I, dramatic. You're really dramatic today. Where am really I going today. wearing a mask? I don't it's know. Not, am I wearing condoms? That's the question. You Are can you tell. wearing it <laughs> on your strap? <laughs> What's <People>? happening? <laughs> That's the question. If you just met somebody... And they don't, and they're not, their mask isn't on, and they're like walking around with it on their chin. You know that they're, they're fucking people. They're risking it all. They're fucking they're, wrong. They're fucking people without a condom. It's a complete correlation. It's scientific, and I've been doing this study. You need to write a, a paper on this. this I is should. The, the correlation between STDs and the COVID virus. That's one thing. Okay. Another thing <laughs> is JoJo turned 10. 10. Was it last week? Yeah, Jojo turned 10 mm-hmm. last week. And it was Shout a really lovely Joe. day. And I love her more than I did when she was two. I love her more than when she was eight. And it's not like, that's such a weird thing. It's like, wow. It's like, oh my God, Jojo. I'm obsessed with her. She's really cool. She's 10 what did now. she say about being 10? She said, we asked her a bunch of questions and she said, well, for this year, I want to practice being more interesting. And we were like, what do you mean <laughs> being more interesting? And she was like, just being a little bit less shy. And we were uh, like, okay, Jojo. <laughs> oh. You don't have to perform for anybody, but also... I think she has stuff in her she's going to let out. It's just been bubbling in her. Like, actually, I got all this that y'all don't even know about. I'm about to come through. Like, Beyonce. Beyonce. She's like Destiny's Child Beyonce right now. (laughs) She's on her way to Blackest King Beyonce and and beyond it. I know. I'm very clear. So She's great. She's Mm -hmm. really, really good. And I'm really excited to see her when she's 15, 18. Uh, I'm not. I'm just so excited to be like to know who she's gonna be. To see her as a little munchkin face. Like when I was posting those pictures, I was like, we're never gonna see that face again. Oh no. That face is gone. It's gone. That that was what was tripping me out. It's like that little JoJo is gone. Like jumping on my bed, JoJo. Oh it's like not here. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make you cry. But like I'm that is cry. nuts. That's nuts. And while she's, she's so getting special. older, I'm I'm also becoming an older woman, and I feel it. I um, don't care about 
things very much. I like have been wearing my natural toenails. I haven't painted oh, on them or no. anything. Girl. And I'm just listen to you. And I'm just like, this is great. And I have I my Tevas it. on that you hate. And I have my natural t- I'm just turning into my mom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and my body's changed. I it's just wild. You got and your I grown keep, woman weight on? Yeah. And I like keep trying to wear clothes that are too small for me. And like I go through this thing where I'm angry at myself and then I'm like, wait a minute, but you you're a woman now. Your breast You're came in, girl. Your breast came in and everything else. And you have no waist anymore, but girl, it's okay. <laughs> so that's it. Speaking of mothers, I actually saw my mom again because she's so spoiled. Two weekends in a row, child. We didn't truck down there. And I actually bought Birkenstocks and they hurt my feet so badly because I don't have an arch. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, mom. I wish I could give these to you. And she was like, oh, I hate them. They hurt my feet so badly. They dug into my... And I was just like, God damn it. I am her. You're turning into your mother. I am. So saw her, hung out with her. And I have to say, I have to shout out my sister. Because on the way home... First of all, my sister drives the whole way. We're in masks in the car. because She's not playing these COVID games with me. And... She um, she just basically took me home, but it was after an all-nighter. It's like She had an all-nighter because she was um, recording like these self-tapes for auditions. She's an actress, and she got this opportunity to send in the self-tape for a movie. So she recorded that all night, learned the lines all night, Woke up super early, drove down there. Now we're headed back home. It's around 9 o'clock. Get a call from my mom. My mom's like, oh, Antoinette, you just got to look behind yourself. I'm like, what? You left your jacket. And then as soon as she said that, my Army Fatigue jacket from Sable, from the Sable Collective. As soon as she said that, baby girl, I said, Mom, look in the pockets for me. Credit card, keys. Everything is in this jacket. I'm like, all right, you got over. How far away were you from the house? An hour. And Philly to New York is two hours away. So we're halfway there. And my sister, I I see her jaw like tight. Like I, she was already really tired. She's not drinking caffeine. Why didn't you drive? Because it's her car and she ain't playing that. It's her, her husband's car. Tina don't play these games with me. Okay. They don't, they don't see me as grown um and and it's because of shit like this because i realized and this is what i realized i realized i come from a good family and i have a good home situation because when i go home i'm so comfortable and i i turn back into that 10 year old kid that just like doesn't give a fuck isn't looking like anybody else i'm like shanti do you have this 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 do we have this do we lock the door but when i'm with my mother i don't have to think about none of that she's supposed to do it for me I'm like a little child. I could tell. And my poor sister turned around and added <laughs> that trip was four hours instead of two. And then she has to drive another hour home to Long Island from my house. Mm-hmm. So that baby girl drove five hours for no reason. And I feel so bad. Shout out to Tina. I love you. And she also taught me something else where I was, I felt really badly. I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, oh, let me, let me get you a coffee or let me get you this. Let me get you that. Or I I, I can get the gas or um, I'm going to send you this. And she's just like, 
you need to relax. You made a mistake. I don't like it. I'm not thrilled, but you know, this shit is not trans transactional in the, in that way. Like you don't have to make up for it. Like it just, it is what it is. Yeah. And that really hit me like, Oh, because I did something bad, I don't have to like jump into overdrive and like prove that I love you and that I'm sorry. And that, you know, I'm a bad person and like be this smarter. So that was a little gem. Also speaking of gems, Gemini, uh, Gemini shit, uh, Jamel Hill's podcast. Amazing. My new favorite shit. I'm not even a podcast head. I don't know who that is. Uh, you don't watch sports. <sighs> it doesn't matter. She okay. She yes, you do. I'll I'll send it to her. Jamel Hill was a new uh, sportscaster, but she was very outspoken about Black Lives Matter, about like all social justice issues. Highly intelligent woman, very dope. Um, demanded that her and her counterpart, who was male. Um, on the show, be paid equally. Long story short, they ended up getting rid of her because she was too much black woman for them. And now she's just flourished and become her own brand. Everybody fucks with her and I am obsessed with her. So everybody should listen to Jamel Hill's podcast. Also, uh, my godmother is upset with me based on some of our most recent episodes and I was really embarrassed. I was on FaceTime with her and she was like, I got to talk to you. And she was like doing it in front of my mom. And my mom was like, what is that? That around the way curls? And I was like, no, that's not even what it's called. Cause I really don't want my mom on here. But I was asking myself, what did she say to you? She didn't say anything, but she was like, yeah, it's about some of your, your most recent posts. And so I knew what she was talking about. About and the jewel on the head, about the real life. I don't know about Sex everything. About everything. About uh, just about. I'm sure my mouth and my language. That that was her only feedback. Was that she loved the podcast? But you girls, especially you, you say the f word. I think a lot. I curse more than you do. I think you do now. In the beginning, you didn't because I became aware of it because my godmom said that. So. I was asking myself, I was really embarrassed and I like, I kind of got down on myself, but then I asked myself, should I be? And maybe Fuck I should. No. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm being raggedy and I need to relax. I'm sure she's just more so concerned about me getting a job, but I did it, a Google search, honey. I searched my name around the way curls don't come up, not out of nowhere. So I said, really? thank the heavens. Yeah. I, I was shocked. Let me search your name, child. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, what else? Ah, oh, we are working. Wor working. We are working on merch. I'm very excited about it. We have some uh, drafts in some like, you know, ideas from different designers, and we're liking what we see. And so we are aiming. No, we will have merch for our hundredth episode. That is a goal. That is a plan. This is episode ninety two. So we have two months to get this done. We can get this done. So I'm very excited about that. Bing, bing. And then um, shout out to us, though. We're growing. We had the most downloads that we've ever had in one week last week. Oh, my week. goodness. Yeah. So shout out to The Bump from Renee, owned by Femme, online from Advice from a Fuckboy for posting. Uh, we'll also be on Advice from a Fuckboy's upcoming All-Star podcast this Wednesday on Bonfire Live. Uh, so we can actually 
We did a swipe up in the stories, but we'll post again about that tomorrow. So y'all should definitely check that out because there's other people. I forget who they were on it. I know it's Melissa Ford, Lex. Melissa the Ford, the model? Yeah, child. So we can't go in there, I guess, looking like this. Child, I'm a, I don't give a fuck. I love you so much. What do I care? Because <laughs> of a little shit. I no, mean, I just even mean if like I if were it's to like dress a thing. Up, I'm not gonna be like Melissa. No, Ford I mean material. like if it's a thing of like, oh, it's our all star thing, and then we show up. I'm in a robe. You ain't have any pants on the last time you talked. I to don't me. have any pants on right now. None. <laughs> I think I want to take draws. my pants off. Oh, you should. I can't see. You usually don't have any pants on. <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, I think that the episode for the PVO podcast that I did, that I recorded last week, will come out this week. And I want to give a special shout out to Dio O'Kenny. For those of you that don't know who that is, that was the Black Bull in The Hunger Games. Um, he was also on, I don't know, something with Jennifer Lopez. I didn't, I didn't want Shades of Blue. Um, super dope, super great guy. He's a part of the PVO uh, group. And his movie that was supposed to come out in theaters, I feel so badly for him because of COVID. It won't come out in theaters. And this is his very first role where he is the star of the movie. And so it's not out in theaters, but it is called Emperor. It is now available um, on demand. You can rent it, yada, yada, yada. So please support it. It is, I actually want to, kind of talk about it next week because it is another movie about slaves but apparently it's different emperor is inspired by inspired by the story of shield emperor green who was a descendant of african kings turned outlaw slave in the pre-civil war south he was seeking freedom uh for his family an emperor fights his way to the north joining a daring raid on harper's ferry and helping alter the course of american history i didn't know nothing about this so i'm interested to I'm interested to see it. I did. What already are they doing it. about these movies? I heard that AMC is opening, like, and doing fifteen Who cent the tickets. Who is going to AMC? The AMC on in Times Square just maybe two years ago had bed bugs, child. It had to let every that was a mess. They had bed bugs. It was a you know bed bug outbreak bugs. in New York, and it was from that AMC. Ew! I didn't know there was like brands to theaters. What's like the top notch theater? AMC, Regal. Yes, you do. I didn't know there was like brands like, I don't go to AMC, girl. I just know in the hood, you just don't go to the one near Temple, but I, but I still do. But That's like, we. I don't go to the one in Harlem, the Magic Johnson Theater. Shout out to Mag Magic Johnson, but I ain't going there. <laughs> that is the ghetto. The first time I went into that theater, honey, it was somebody peeing. You know, like where there's doors. You walk into the first door and then you got to walk into the second pair of doors to get into the theater. In between that little vestibule area, somebody just peeing, but that's Harlem. So I don't go to, shout out to Harlem, but I don't go to Harlem like that. <laughs> peeing. I said, oh, we won't be seeing this movie. Not today. Next. Speaking anyway. of movie, I'm super excited for Judas and the Black yes. Messiah. And yes. I saw the trailer not too long ago, and it looked super amazing. And basically, it's the story of the conspired killing of Fred Hampton of the Black Panther Party in Chicago. 
And I guess it's just sharing the story of the informant that mm. fed information to the government or to the FBI. Child. And um, be your own people. Helped killed, help killed, help kill Fred Hampton. And um, it's starring Lakeith Stanfield, which I, I just. You got beef with Lakeith. I don't have beef. I just like, I there's some, I just. I can't take him seriously, and I don't Lakeith know why. Lakeith is talented, sis. When I see this, I probably I don't know what movie. I guess the only movie I've ever saw him in was in <laughs> Get Out. So really? Like, and of course, Atlanta. And because and Atlanta like is what, what is how see I him see as. him. I can't see him beyond Atlanta. So I'm gonna do my work, but it's starring. The, those are Lakeith's, the roles he plays, though. In all honesty. Well, he did the movie with Issa. I haven't seen that, but I heard he was a. I, th- I heard he was a daddy in that. Like, <laughs> that's such really? a weird pairing. But anyway, Lakeith <laughs> and then Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya, Kaluha, Child. the the boy from um, Get Out and Queen and Slim. I, I call him Kalua, like the Kalua. And I just, I'm obsessed with the way that that man looks. Like, his facial expressions. Because he'd be like, his eyes just be kind of like, <laughs> and the way Nobody he walks can, in real life. This is a podcast. They can't see what you're doing. His eyes are just kind of like slack. And he's just kind of like, I don't know. I love to watch him. He's really interesting to me. And I I just listened to an interview, and he just has that accent. So he just is. He gets you going. Yeah, he's just he's just a character <laughs> to me. And it's produced by Ryan Coogler of um, Black the Black Panther. Panther. Ryan and be working with the same people. He's like, no new friends. No new friends. I'm here for it. And it's directed by Shaka King, which like, who the fuck is named Shaka King? The pressure. If your name is Shaka King and like, you ain't throwing it down, then <laughs> that is. <laughs> you think Shaka King kissing? Yeah, I feel like Shaka King. Let's look up Shaka King. Did you look him up? I did Watch a while a ago. Just, I just I wanted myself. to see his um his reels, but apparently he's oh, done Shaka a lot. Oh, Shaka King, cute. He's made a lot of moves. He got a little beanie. The, oh wait, this little the, hair he had going on. Shaka King. We gonna name him Shaka. Shaka King. I'm naming my. Oh, child he Shaka. looks. Hey, we met him before. We know him. I know that did you nigga. just make that out? No, yeah, he was on the set when we did um, curl. Uh, one of the curl things. He was one of the first people that we did the rapid fire questions with. It was him. You lie. I swear to God, he was the. F- I haven't recorded. I, I guess I lost that, but he was the first person that we did rapid fire questions. Remember when we did the curl? Yeah, the curl. For that's Carol's him. daughter. Mm-hmm. Makes How do you sense. Remember that? Okay, anyway. Shaka. Oh, yeah. Insta, he's, <laughs> I don't, he's in yeah, your wheelhouse of milk duds. He's anyway, there. next. <laughs> um, another thing that I was listening to that really this is interesting is that, as you all know, or may not know because you are good, evolved beings, that Justin Timberlake caught heat a while back because he was holding hands with some light-skinned John that he was on set with. Child. And he got... Some young John, Some too. young... Redbone John. I was like, ooh. But anyway, he was like fucked Alicia. up and drunk and was holding her hand. Of course, paparazzi took a picture and Jessica Biel was like, absolutely not. 
And so there was all this back and forth on whether he was cheating and what happened. And he's been like, please, baby, please, please, baby, please, please. And so <laughs> a way for him to prove that, one, he didn't cheat on her, and two, that he would never, is that he signed a agreement with mid-term Jessica Bill. Agreement. A midterm agreement. And basically it states mm. if he's caught cheating on her, she automatically gets the lion's share of all of their assets and primary custody of the kids. So she could take everything, everything. And I that was just like, I was like, this is wildly unhealthy. I know, I'm sitting here like, that's really interesting. If that's what she needs. But I'm also like, it's so sad that she's like, I will take everything. I'm just like, bitch, you are really insecure. Like, what you mean? Wait. Wait, Shanti. I yeah, think she's it's insecure. Weird. Who, I think who it's, made it, her insecure? But His I actually in the in the first place. Well, I guess if they may, if you make this agreement, this is what you guys are going to do. This is what you're going to do. But it just feels so unfair. Transactional. Yeah. Unfair. Yeah, it feels you're, like I okay. Maybe shocked. he shouldn't cheat, but it's like he has. I can only imagine the type of life that he has to live, or like the way that he has to act in order to whose fucking fault is that you out here she put her hand on her on his hand Uh, if you look at the photo i don't know if they're holding hands girl i will look right now because i'm pretty i remember when i saw that and i was sad either way i would never want to one be in her place or two be in his place and either one of their places i think is wildly weird no, I would be so. I would feel like if I have to have this kind of agreement, I don't be married. Don't be married or like make some other terms. Like, no she, girl, no girl. Her hold hands. Yes, her hand is on his leg, and he has his hand on top of hers, holding it, child. And they were also. It's another picture of them walking somewhere else on a different day, holding hands. And no, isn't please. He was no. It's just that one time. He was. Child, it's okay. I'm gonna leave it alone. I would I, just feel like I would never. I would never want to. I would never want to be in a situation where I would need that from my partner. Ever, but I'm also thinking to myself like, what? And would I you ask like, that of a part? Like, I don't think I would be like, yeah. No, if not I find out that. I'm taking everything and the kids, nickel. I would just I don't be like, think I would ask I, that. I, I feel like we're probably in an unhealthy relationship if this is what's required. Maybe we should reconsider yeah. what. Well, well what I also don't have millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. And now, and Jessica's given up a lot to be in that relationship. She came with Seventh Heaven money, baby. Remember seven? Je- Jessica ain't come with just a couple bags Again, now. It's really she... weird to me. Like, yeah. what does that have to do with and agreements I, that you make with somebody and no, grow I your agree life with, with that? I'm just like, saying we don't under. I don't understand it because I don't. I'm poor. I ain't got a job, so like I'm out here where I'm just like, if you break up with me, then I could just take my little night night bag and peace <laughs> out. <laughs> I only got one bag, <laughs> but like. Jessica got a whole fortune with this fool. I don't know. It gets complicated. But she's taking his money. He's got a... Anyway. 
I, and I feel like he's the type to offer that kind of shit too. I can I see feel Justin like being like, pub, he's probably lying. He's probably wildly dishonest. That's my new word of the week. I, I got to stop saying wild. It. Yeah, I'm sorry. Child, this is, this is an interesting topic. I don't know, child, but I'm pretty sure that Beyonce wasn't just like Jay. We are spiritually healed. I'm pretty sure she was like, Negro, I will take every fucking she thing She already from you. said that me and my baby, we going to be all right. We going to be all right. She said it twice. Me and my baby, we going to be all right. <laughs> be all right. I was like, oh. <laughs> you felt that deeply, huh? I Why? did. I was like, oh, Beyonce. It had this been like eight years ago. <laughs> all right. Um. All right, we got to get into this too. Something that we've ignored. Obviously, we're heavy on pop culture this week, y'all. But something we've ignored. Common and Tiffany Haddish have entered into a relationship. I hate it. What do you... And then he... Common trying to hit a fucking Erica Badu on her. Got her shaving her head bald. I'm like, Tiffany, why are you... <laughs> <laughs> Tiff, girl. Why girl, he ain't it, girl. Hair off, girl. Is everything Okay. <laughs> You don't go into a relationship and cut all your hair off. You do that on the <laughs> you, you do that on when the you leave end. that that's bitch. A, you cut all your hair off. You gotta let it go. That's a native. No, native maybe maybe Tiffany's practice. onto something. Maybe she's like, actually, in this relationship, I'm going to get real healthy and go real inward, and he's gonna support me. So I'm cutting all my shit off, and we gonna do this like together. You, my light, boo. Whatever you want, queen. Common. You. Common's everybody knows. Gross. You. I don't Common's feel as strongly about Common. without a condom. And he's probably not wearing a mask. Shout out to Common. <laughs> <You pro> <laughs> I don't know why we have this Common beef. But I, I just, just want to say... Go ahead. I know. I know. And I can't... I don't have the language for it. I want to have the language you for it. You don't like Common either? You're on my side. Not as much as you. Not as... I don't have this irrational hatred, like, beef with Common. Where, like... I feel like you want to, like, punch him in his chest. I don't. Like, I just want... I just want people to acknowledge that he's a... Like, Common's... Everybody puts him in this... Has this esteem. I'm like, Common's, like, up there with, like... Who's a fuck boy that we all know? I don't know. He's like no better than Trey Songs or somebody. I don't Trey know. Trey Songs has gotten himself together, child. He loves his son. All he needed was a kid. I don't know if he's treating a girl right, but he loves his baby. Anyway, this brings us to our new, we got a new little segment where we're always manifesting shit. We're always looking for signs that point us into the right direction, to tell us where to go, <laughs> tell us how to be, to give us what we need in order to move forward. Meanwhile, the signs are usually slapping us right in our motherfucking faces, and we're just not seeing it. It's right here. Baby girl, if he said he wants to be the one to make you the happiest and hurt you the most, he is a toxic, narcissistic fuckboy, and this is the sign you've been waiting for. Tiffany, commonate it. Dip out. Everybody's dipped out on common. Everybody, Everybody. has dipped. Everybody. Angela Rye was like, I got to go. And I hope that's her name. Did I say it right? Yes. Good. No, I'm the wrong person. Oh, and shout out to whoever that listener was. They called. Y'all shady as shit. I should put your phone number on the goddamn episode. This bitch called and was like, Normani. Normani. 
Normani. Real <laughs> slow. I think we called her Normandy or some shit. But that's all they said and they hung up. <laughs> I was like, y'all shady as shit. Shout out to you. You know who the fuck you are. But listen, no, seriously. <laughs> this is the, the we're gonna have a lot of this is the signs you've been asking for. Every week, we gotta give y'all another sign that you've been asking for. And this is it. He ain't it. If he's out here wearing these got, you know, with incense behind his ears, wearing these goddamn crochet pants one day, not having a weird ass speaking voice in every movie he's in. <laughs> he ain't it. He's weird. Common's We're weird. We're not going to dismiss people by calling them weird. But that's Common right. is weird. It's something that's off with Common. I can't put my finger quite on it. But I saw him moving and shaking at Essence Festival once. And I was like, this Negro is not a good man. He does, <laughs> not, he does not use he's his powers for good. But he's not the way that but we he's, think he is. He's packaged he's himself. Yes, he's, he's not, packaged himself in a not, way. He's not devious. I don't think he's devious. I think he's no. Just I think a he believes simple, he's a good man. I think he's just a simpleton, and he's just a simple ass nigga. Serena up. tossed his ass back too. We need and to Google all the people that tossed. Man. Serena Moving on. and then Tiffany. Tiffany, I think, is just so happy. Maybe it's going to work. I would be happy if it works. Tiffany and her bald-headed ass might be the one. It's a Tiffany! <laughs> I, Girl. Think she, I think she looks pretty. I really do. I think she looks pretty, but... Yeah. Shout out to Con. They both just be rubbing on each other's heads, I guess. I don't know. Shout He's like, Queen, you need to let go of your attachment to your hair, Queen. She Why was like, oh, all right, say on? less. <laughs> <laughs> She just jumped up, ran to the bathroom, got fucking razors. That's how I think that Tiffany's under his spell. Like, Tiffany's like, common is on me. This is a big deal. Of course, they met on some movie set. We'll see how it goes. I'm rooting for him. Oh, I don't like it. That's but shady. I'm rooting you for definitely him. aren't. <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm rooting for him. Like, girl, I'm rooting for you. Next, politics as usual. I really want to get through this quick, fast, and in a hurry because I'm, I'm sick of these motherfuckers. <sighs> Rush Limbaugh, do you know who that is? Mm -hmm. Trash. He's out trash. here. He's been around since trash. I was like a... Yeah, he's, he's an old head. He's been in the game. He has recently called Kamala Harris a hoe and a mattress. Damn! A hoe and a mattress. Kamala. What? Now, it's this a lot... real news. The people, yes. Oh, yes. He has a like a syndicated Ooh, radio show. Look at him. He looks like he goes to Asia and finds young children. I would he believe it. He is disgusting. Listen, Kamala Harris might be a lot of things, but to diminish her, to calling her a mattress, implying that she has slept her way to the top, really rubs me the wrong way. Kamala is a graduate of Howard University and the University of California. She began her career at 
um, as a dis- dis- in the district attorney's office before being recruited to the San Diego district attorney office, then later the city attorney of San Francisco. Then she went on to be the district attorney of San Francisco, was elected the attorney general of California in 2010, and was reelected in 2014, and now serves on the Senate. That woman, nobody's WAP is that good, baby. Like, she worked mm. for that. And I'm not, and I, it really frustrated me because one, he just got honored by this idiot in the White House with the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is the highest honor you can receive in our country. It's double speak. We live in double speak land. It's disgusting. And and what it, what he's trying to say is that she's um she slept her way to the top or rather he was supporting in support of an article that was written a right-wing article written in the Spectator, which I've never even heard of cuz I don't read that kind of garbage. But he was claiming that Kamala had an affair with uh, the mayor, Mayor Brown, when he was married. And the mayor had been separated from his wife for over a decade when they dated. So I'm pretty sure that Rush Limbaugh has not been faithful his entire life. I'm pretty sure that he's a garbage can, just like all the friends that he hangs out with, Trump and everybody else. And I just feel like that kind of attack, like it's one thing. I'm, I'm annoyed by the attack on Kamala to begin with because like this is what we got. Hold her accountable, but like. But you don't to, say something to come, like that about Right, that's woman. trash. And then to comfort, then all anybody? this talk about the, but it's also, that's what men do. And that's partly why we did the WAP episode is that when, when you're uncomfortable with a strong woman, you go directly to the you're a hoe. And somehow that makes you unqualified. It makes you unintelligent. It just, it dismisses everything about Mm. you. And I am sick of it. I'm really sick of it. And she hasn't even responded. And I hope that she doesn't because it's above her and he's beneath her. But like that really pissed me off. It's just from the left. Like I would have never... It's too much. And then everybody the fuck out there trying to say that she's not a black woman, y'all can really relax too. I'm not even going to get into that because that brings us into a whole other topic that I don't feel like I don't have the capacity for today, but y'all got to chill out. I also find it really interesting that we refer to Kamala, including myself, as Kamala instead of Kamala Harris because we don't refer to Donald, Mike, Joe by their first names. And it's just like sneaky sexism. Mm. Like everybody's like, oh, Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. But I never hear like, well, Donald. I never hear like, Joe. Oh, Mike. No, it's like they Joe Biden, have, like, Donald Trump. generic ass white man names where you, you know the white kids in <laughs> high school, you have to know what their last names so are because it's like, like 15. Yeah, She's it's like, Beyonce but what do they, they call Elizabeth, Elizabeth, right? Or they call her, War- what do they call her? They'll say, oh, they they say Elizabeth Warren. So maybe it is because her name is unique. Yeah, but I don't I'm know. just like, mm. and that's also just like, mm. but you know, like you had to say like Michael Canady, Michael McCoffin. Like I always was these like, names. why do these white kids know their friends' last names? Like I don't know. Because I don't because they use they use they use so you're right. They use those generic ass names. Like, but no, that that woman's name is Kamala Harris, and you know I had to check. A family member of mine, a white family member of mine who was like, um, 
Kamala or Kamala, uh, whatever, whatever her name is. I said, no, 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 no. Her name is Kamala. Learn how to fucking say it and say it right. Shout out to you. You know who you are. So I think that, listen, she, we need to put some respect on her name. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Put some respect on Kamala's name. Also, the Democratic Convention started Monday. I watched. How was and it? And it, uh, it was good. It's four days. It's happening right now, and I'm missing it. Ugh. But so it's all just like on. I heard that it's like they have. It's like kind of It's corny. like a show. It's like yeah. A, it's like a it's kind of corny, and everybody's just talking about Joe Biden and doing their thing. It was worth the two hours of my time because. Michelle Obama gave us 15 minutes of hot fire. She was Dylon. She was the headliner we needed. Seriously, she was just, it, it, like, simply put, it was beautiful. I don't know how she is the way she is, but she delivered hard blows to Trump, and she, del- she delivered them with dignity, with class, with authenticity. Yes. She also really, like figured out how to push his buttons in in a way that was just like very, it was just above the rest of the way everyone else has done it, but it was still direct. She, you knew who she was talking about. He knew who she was talking about. And she also was smart enough to push buttons that she knew would bother him. She baited him into talking shit about her. She knew she was going to take the blow, but she baited him and she, she talked about, you know, uh, how he lost the popular vote by millions of votes, but won the electoral college uh, by in some counties, the difference was two votes. And so she tried to reinforce the importance of voting and why we need to be really engaged. Um, she held Biden accountable and she like stated that he's not perfect, but that he also listens and that he's never resisted growth. Um, she resonated just like really deeply. And I think she hit like the human in all of us. Like she kept talking about humanity and goodness and like Mm. our soul and our conscience. And like, she warned like everybody who thinks that it can't get worse, it can always get worse. Like this is, we're, we're at the tipping point, which way we going to go y'all. And she even said like, I hate politics. Like, I hate it. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a, I'm not in it for this, but I love this country. And I, and I believe in the work that my husband did. And it's, it's a very complicated work where you have different things pulling you in different directions. Yeah. And she's, she's just brilliant. She's just brilliant. Speak? No, not yet. I'm sure he will. But, um, I really encourage her, her, her speech is 15 minutes. I encourage everyone to listen to it. Her lisp was there. I swear to God it was. I'm not lying. I heard it. I was like, it's a lisp. It's a little lisp. But she, just plain and simple to me, everyone is inferior to her. She is just one of the most effective speakers I've ever seen. Also, her speech writer, I don't know who wrote that speech, but shout out to them. Yes. They know who they are. They yes. were no slouch. Yes. And just, she is just, I wish that she didn't hate politics because I wish, I wish, like that's what we need. And mm-hmm. I think it's, I think the one thing that is a little bit brilliant that they're doing, they recognize that Joe can't go out there 
and talk a whole lot. Like, shut the fuck up, He gets up, real Joe. winded, too. I'm like, he, Joe, you about to it, die, son. It's very like, stressful you to okay? watch him. It's uncomfortable. He doesn't do that well with written speeches. He doesn't. But she is, a, I mean, she might be better than her husband. He's he's great, too. But the, the way that she baited him and also taught us lessons about our own past mistakes and held us accountable is brilliant. Because now the headlines are, Trump is tweeting and saying crazy shit about Michelle Obama. And even those white folks, even some of them like Michelle Obama now. And they're like, ho, 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 chill, 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 chill. We actually banged with her. <laughs> so I loved it. It's I, I love it. For that, I loved it. I just lo- I loved, I love her. I love her. Did they have performers and things? Yeah, they did. That was where Who it was getting cheesy. Have? I don't remember. A lot of them. A lot I don't remember their names, but they were very cheesy songs about America and shit. And I was like, I can't watch this. Um, Also, Bernie Sanders brought his old self out there. Bernie came out. Bernie got the memo, though. (coughs) They was like, Bernie, you're not going to do that shit you did to Hillary. You better come out here and you better say you like Joe and you better tell your Bernie bros to say the same, like to get on board. And he and he said it. You know, it's just like these protest votes ain't it, y'all. Now is not the time. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to take the White House back over, and now y'all protest and protest us. Tell us what you want. Demand yeah. it from us, because we're yeah. listening to you. Okay. These motherfuckers are not listening to you. They don't care about you. So, like, let, help us out, and then then hold us accountable is what gotta, basically the we question We got to get Salah on... He already said he's ready. We should I have think, it soon. Maybe we should do it closer, but we should have I it. I think on. it should be in September. Okay. When people are bringing in. I think it should be early September, though, because y'all, just like Michelle said, you can request your mail-in ballots now. I'm personally going to still be voting by person. That's because what I think. Listening to how nebulous and logistically like strapped the postal service is at this time like if you have the capacity i I just i feel like you should have extra extra precautions and like do the double protective gear take off your clothes after you definitely like do whatever you have to do but i i would I also feel wary that everybody keeps talking about the mail-in, so people feel like, oh, that's my option. Like, I need to no, mail-in. No, you can it's like, definitely no, go. You should definitely go if you can and avoid the mail-in because it's... Shout out to the United Postal Service. They're they're just, like, a little bit fucked up. Well, they just... They did win um, a small battle today where they were... You know, they were getting rid of the machines that yeah, sort the mail. Yeah, they doing that. They they decided not to get rid of that, so that was a plus, child. But it Still, was good. From what Did I you see any of it? Is, no, oh, but okay. what I was listening about the mail. What I understand is that their concern is just the delivery time of when people mail the things in to when they receive the mail and send it to or. like manage it there's there's a sphere that there's a delay there and so if the states don't push people and like create the protocol to get it in time then there's nothing that they can 
There's nothing that well, they can do. That's why Michelle was saying, like, not don't just get it in on time. Mail it back early. She said yeah. that. Like, yeah, that's what, but that's what the postal service is saying. So the state has to be responsible and like oh, I making see, I sure see. people understand that and all the systems are in place for that to happen. Because they Lord. said they can handle the volume, but they there's you know they always have these like two to four day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lags in between you know just delivery, and that's just the way the system is. I'll be honest, like November third, I mean this shit has me scared. Like, genuinely scared. Like, I'm fearful. Like, I, it keeps me up at night. So, I'm just hoping and, wag- and praying and wishing hoping that everybody, and praying. that everybody, you know, does their due diligence. But we do have a call. So, I'm going to play it now. And I don't remember what it is. Otherwise, I would have prefaced it. Hi guys, my name is Regina. I'm calling from um, Vancouver, BC, Canada. Um, just listening to your amazing podcast. I really love you guys and how you your just conversations are so real and so good. It's uh, it's everything. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know why Kylie was in that. It was kind of surprising, but it is. Um, it kind of, it is what it is, especially if she's friends with Megan, and, you know, they seem cool, and, I mean, obviously, they must have paid her. She don't do nothing great. Um, so, I don't know. It's just, they could have put somebody, so, they could have put so many other people in that video for that moment, and it's like, what, and it was slowed down. It's kind of weird. She looked good, but it was kind of like, girl, here you are with your trying to be racially ambiguous self. Like, please stop. Please stop. Like, we, we know what you doing so that's kind of my two cents um anywho i am going to go i love the podcast and continue being amazing and yeah keep that wop or you know figure it out (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) bye keep that wop or figure it out we gotta do a whole episode on vaginal health oh because y'all got drink your water Drink water. Stop using Eve. What is that shit that when I was young, I was like, Summer's Eve. Summer's Eve. I was like, oh, I'm going to use this. I'm grown now. Let me use this shit. But uh, what was I going to say? I would love to have the honey pot lady on here to talk. You think she would talk to us? Probably not. Don't put us. Anybody have a um, hookup with honey pot lady from Target? Let us know. Thank you. Shout out to her. Damn. What a, what a, what a, what problems to have. Uh, What was I going to say? About Kylie? About that call? Oh, my God. And then Kylie's off her fucking rocker. She didn't say that. That was that was Photoshop. Oh. I know what you're about to say. Okay, good. When she say, was like brown-skinned girl. Well. Like, she, somebody going to pull up and punch it her. It said brown-eyed girl, and somebody Photoshopped it to say brown-skinned girl. No, somebody said that she put brown-skinned girl, and then erased and she, it and put Well, she girl. went out and said, I've never written this. This was Photoshopped. That's a lie. Oh. I'm going to choose to believe her. Thank you for keeping up on what's going on, Antoinette. I knew. I knew. Because I was like, if Shanti gets a hold of this, <laughs> she's going to be like, oh, hell no. Because I sent it, too, to somebody. You sent it to like, me. Oh, all see? riled up. I apologize. Fake news. Fake news, y'all. Or maybe not. Or she's just a genius and was like, actually, I'm going to catch hell for this. Let me take this down. Or she's a genius and posted it and then hurried up and switched it so that she could be the talk of town. 
that's also a possibility. It was probably Chris Jenner that posted it. <laughs> Chris Jenner. She that puppet master back here like, Chris Jenner, are you okay? Are you well? Just talk to her about Chris like, Jenner, her boyfriend. Feelings. Anyway, we got to go. I can't. I have some in my eye. Let's take a break. You want to take a break? Take sure. us into the break, yo. You are listening to Around the Way Curls. Please rest and relax while we take a short break. We will be right back. Big. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we are back. So, the other day, I've been doing a lot of... So, I've... Let me think. I've been doing a lot of reflection because I have a lot of time on my hands now. Being as though I am unemployed. Tommy ain't got no job. And Shanti over here, little do y'all know, is a black business owner trying to secure sales in the middle of a pandemic. And teach her 10-year-old what 20 times 20 is. Listen. This shit, this shit is stressful. <laughs> so shit is really real right now. And it's real for all of us. I get that. Uh, and we're under sh- just a... It feels like sometimes a, just an insurmountable amount of pressure, weight, heavy lifting in order to get up from under this goddamn rock that is 2020 sitting on our backs. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm dead ass serious. So I have been really, I have not been oscillating. Well, maybe this week I have. But I last week, or maybe last week, but the week before that, I was not oscillating between love and light and money and dicks. I was oscillating between like, Oh, this is like, I, I don't have a job, like wonder and excitement of like, wow, you know, for the first time I can be still, I can like figure out what's really calling me. Wow. Okay. And you know, I have some, I have a little bit of money saved up, so I'm not tripping yet. Like, okay, Antoinette to like the world is coming to an end. You have no place in it. You have accomplished nothing. You're a fucking joke. All of this shit that you talk is bullshit because you have failed. And that I would call fear and depression. (laughs) So a couple weeks ago, I was just incredibly low and in my entire feelings, 
I should have realized that this was in complete alignment with my menstrual cycle. Yes, and I was be trying to play you for a fucking that, fool, yo, son. Like, she, don't try to have me. She was a tricky one this week because she had me really upset. And so I went on my roof. I think I talked about this. And I stripped. That was when I wrote my prayer. I stripped naked. I stretched my body out. And I pulled out my Calm app. And I listened to Choosing... Can't even read. See? Another reason to be depressed. I listened to Choosing Growth by Scott Barry Kaufman, the host of the Psychology Podcast. And this particular... Uh, session or whatever it is, it's not a show, but this particular segment explores the depths of the human of human potential and the power of self actual actualization. And I was like, oh, this sounds like something that I need to listen to. And it's only nine minutes, but it was nine minutes of glory for me like it was exactly what I needed to hear and it was like both inspirational and it was like holding me accountable in my bullshit and like oh this is where you're comfortable like and you need to get out of that and you're uncomfortable right now because you're choosing something that is not serving you so Scott talks about, he says that one, some background on him is that he is learning disabled, never gets into on this particular segment, what his disability is, but there is some sort of learning disability. And he said that when he was a young kid in a certain class that the teacher looked at him and said, why are you here? And he was like, wow, like it's a really deep question. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, why are you in this class? Like, you don't belong in this class. Like, you're completely capable. And so ever since then, he's been looking at life differently and figuring out ways to approach life because ever because back then people were telling him who he was. You're learning disabled. You belong in this class. And so he was accepting that as truth. Whereas when he decided, oh, to self-actualize, actualize how the fuck do you say that actual actualize actualize mm -hmm. yeah he he was no longer in that class his reality changed based off of how he felt about himself and not only that but the choices that he was making in terms of how he approached his life so i sent this don't tell nobody but i recorded the session and sent it to shanti so we're going to talk about it um and but first, I want to give you a little bit of more information. There's three approach. According to Scott, there's three approaches to life. Okay, there's the security approach, that is driven by status, money, and power. There's the happiness approach, which is driven by feeling good, relationships, trips, exploration, food, etc. And then there's the growth approach, driven by meaning. Um, it's it's driven by a life where you want to make a positive effect on the world, values, purpose, um, consciously and intentionally doing your best while you're here, right? And so that means different things to different people. So Shanti, with all of that said, I would like us to discuss what approaches or what approach, it could be one, to life we've had, we have, and if that's the approach that we want to continue to have, mm -hmm. and if not, which one we want to transition to. 
your go. Oh, I'm going to go. Yes. <laughs> um, I think I am a mix of all Or, three. I'm so sorry, or you can tell us what you thought about the, I didn't, we didn't even talk about this, what you thought about the talk first and then get into that. Yeah, what, I think what I have been meditating on myself and what he said that kind of built upon that was he asked the question, he asked the question, is this the trajectory that you want your life to go on? Like what you're mm. doing now, mm-hmm. is this the way you want your life to be? And why? Why? Right. And I feel like that's something that I'm always asking myself and I don't always have the answer for. Um, but in terms of am I living a life for success, happiness, or growth, I think that I live all three of them. Mm. And they and they they balance themselves out in different ways at different times. There were times where I was very focused on how I felt and feeling good and having fun and having relationships and having pleasure in my life. And that was like a main focus. And then there were times where I was just all about like, success and what that means and how to gain that and then I don't know if I've ever been <laughs> strictly like let me do this growth thing I feel like growth another thing that I took away from the conversation from listening to his conversation is that there has to be a constant there has to be a lot of intentionality so you have to you have to be aware of who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and then commit or be honest about if you want to continue doing mm. those things. And so that requires like a look into your shadow self, like your dark side. You know, are you fueled by trying to prove people wrong because you had an abusive childhood and people told you weren't going to be shit are you doing it because you know I don't know there's like all these different reasons that you um, or you want to be a good person you want to be a nice person you want to be the good the good guy so like let me follow this life of good people where you get married and you have kids and you take care of your kids and you work a nine to five and that's what you do so for me in this moment, I think I'm always, it's hard for me because I think I'm always asking myself, well, why am I doing this? And Or me. Huh? Or me. Why are we doing this? <laughs> why are we doing this? And I don't always have the answer. So I'm always like, well, I, I, I just keep doing things. I guess I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to just keep doing it because I don't have a definite reason why I shouldn't be doing it. And it doesn't feel, I don't feel conflict. And there are times in my life where I feel definite conflict and I'm like, I have to stop doing this. or I have to like be honest about why this doesn't feel right to me. So I, I don't know if I connect so much with the growth, happiness, security thing as much as I'm trying to reflect on like okay 
who am I? Who am I in being radically honest about who I am? And then being like, all right, well, as your whole ass self, why are you doing these things? And do they, do they align? Mm. See, the, the security, happiness, growth thing, hit those approaches to life really resonated with me because I was taught the approach to life is security. It's driven by status, money, power, success. Who you are within society, what ranking you have, do you own a home, what is your title at work, what are your grades at school, yada, yada, yada. Like, that was just... And I think that makes sense. I think people who listen to this podcast are like, yeah, bitch, that's that's your shit. And I think in that moment, I realized, like, wow, that has been my approach or that was my taught approach I think that in coming up I started to shift a little bit with like okay I think the growth um approach has been coming up for or I've been trying to utilize that more because I definitely am driven by purpose I definitely like whatever I'm doing I want it to be purposeful I want it to be for a reason I want to always be intentionally doing my best and that was that was that was also in my childhood of like you know if you I don't care if you rake leaves like you better be the best but you better be the best rake leaver and you better I don't care if you're the mail carrier you better be the best mail carrier like it was that kind of teaching um so even in my purpose-driven approaches to life, there was this pressure for me to always be the best, though, and to always have status with whatever it was that I was doing. So I think that kind of pressure, um, and, and I think that, again, it's a delicate balance because it's like, I do always want to be my best, but I don't want to feel the pressure of having to be those things. Um, and it, having to be those things. And then if I'm, if I'm struggling or if I'm quote unquote down the way I feel that I am now, like if I take a couple of hits, does that then mean that I'm not valuable? Does that then mean that I failed? Does that then mean X, Y, and Z? And the happiness approach was just never because I didn't watch that growing up. I didn't watch two people approach life with like, I'm doing this to make me happy with almost anything. It was like, we're doing this because we have to, because it's good for our family or because you have to, or because this will lead to other opportunities. And so I'm realizing now that my security approach to life is deeply rooted in ego. And ego is deeply rooted in fear of like, I wrote this down. I wrote that my ego, fear is your ego trying to avoid to be uh, trying to avoid being crushed. And mm-hmm. so my ego has recently been crushed. And so I was met with all this fear. It was like as much as that job drove me fucking crazy, my name rang out. I walked into spaces within this niche world within this niche, um, I guess this niche, uh, job market or this niche, whatever. And my name, my name rang out. I had a high position and people had to come to me in order to, you know, build relationships in order to yada, yada, yada. I was helping people. I was this, I was that. I felt valuable. And of course, a lot of it was like about 
children, about helping, about serving. But if I'm being honest, a part of it was about me feeling like I'm fucking here, baby. Like, watch me work. That nigga. Right. Like, and literally, that nigga. Like, the only one. Here I am. <laughs> Take that. So there was a level of ego in that. And I, if I, I have to be honest, I'm serious. And so that ego is like, wow, I hate it. But it, it is necessary. Um, but that ego doesn't have anything to do with happiness. And so right now I'm trying to step back and be like, okay, what is the happiness approach to life driven by feeling good, by relationships, by trips? And yes, I take trips. Yes, I this, yes, I that. But I also am on these trips. Like, who can I meet? Or how can this, how can this trip help around the way curls? How can I um, utilize these pictures I, and I don't know, and I'm I'm really asking, like, I don't know if that's wrong or right. I think that there has to be a balance. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm striking it. But I know that I've never felt more un I just it, this is the most unnerving feeling of not reporting to someone, of not being like, this is of not having like, okay. This is what I have to accomplish today. I'm going to accomplish. I'm going to work. Uh, yada, yada, yada. I know I'm going to get this amount on this day. It's killing me. It's not killing me, but it feels like it is. It's like, I got to, like, I'm waking up and reading CNN and got to rely on the government to, like, hold me down for a little while. And it is awful. But it's also awful. not sometimes. Sometimes it's not awful. Most times it feels awful and I'm trying to sit in this like, okay, you're okay. You're okay. This is the time for you to figure out what you really want. And I've been pouring myself more and more into around the way curls, more and more into Antonette Henry projects, yada, yada, yada. And that feels really good. And I see a vision and I believe that it's possible to achieve. And I don't want to achieve it because of status. I want to achieve it because I actually like doing it and I actually believe in it. But then that fear sets in of like, well, what if you fail, bitch? Like, I, what I if that don't work? Name, I, I just want to name that this idea of success and status in achievement and the material showings of such things are deeply rooted in like racism and patriarchy, mm -hmm. right? Like. Mm -hmm. The white Capitalism. man, the white man having mm -hmm. like the highest that you can be is a white man having a high position. You come home, you have a wife, she takes care of everything. You have mm -hmm. your kids, you own mm -hmm. property, mm -hmm. you know, you, you have this, you have a position in society in which people look up to you and aspire to and... Mm -hmm you look down, like then you have a position and then from there, you, you know, we're looking down to see where everybody else falls. And I think we're always trying to like figure out where we are and how close we are to this, to that, to this yeah. space that is held for white cis men that is an illness. <laughs> and, like, 
That is and an then illness. when you get there, you're not even fucking That's happy. That's what I'm saying. It's an illness. It's an illusion. It's not real. And people that have that space are Donald Trump and Kanye are, West. Are you know are are people that are that are that that we also see that it's it's just like an also a corrupt a weird it's just a weird perverted space and i think that what it requires of us to when we are moving towards that and aspiring towards that and we're all guilty of it i'm not in any way taking myself out of that in order for you to like fit in and to move up you have to take on a role you have to take on another identity you have to like shut off parts of yourself or numb parts of yourself or fuel parts of yourself that that make you fragmented. Mm. And it's really hard to be like a whole person. Yeah. And it, it takes a toll on you. And you and then you become this like this perverse, weird thing that doesn't reflect or really know and is not in practice of like being a a whole being, like a whole entire ass Antoinette or being or like a spiritual being and Uh, I I was thinking today because I we were we I listened to this and I was thinking and I was thinking about like kids and I was thinking about like your intuition and I was thinking about like even just the 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 I don't know like the flow of our cycle or our thoughts or our feelings those things don't give a fuck about time, profession, like, like these constructs, this weird pace that we're trying to live in. Like, if we if we think about kids, like they don't naturally live, breathe, move, act in this kind of methodical. No space and then i was thinking like when people pray or when we think about god and we're like oh man like god help me in this moment where i'm like lost my job and i and i don't know what to do and like i my bank account's low and i don't know what i'm doing with my business and like help me to have purpose in my business like i'm like does god like does that energy give a fuck or even maneuver in those kinds of ways like even the pandemic is god like yeah man we're doing i'm doing this pandemic thing you know for a couple months and like people are gonna lose their job like i don't know i mean i'm going off in a in a weird space but i'm just <laughs> like i really don't think that the essence of who we are and what we're doing here has anything to do with the construct that we're putting ourselves in an inspired. But don't to. you? So don't you? But I get that. But then we still subscribe to them, though, because we kind we have to a little bit because you get excited for like Sable when or I do if, get excited with Sable. But then I was thinking, no, no, no like, not just Sable, not just that. I, I I won't say Sable. I'll use us. Like when we were getting recognized back in the day by essence uh beauty top 100 by all these kind of things and it was like a status thing 
or, oh, girl, we hit more followers, a status thing. It's like you ha- we still have to have these targets, right? No, because we know somebody that reached the status thing. We know somebody who we looked up on a stairwell and the diamond on her ring was like, boing! And she was wildly, to use my word again, anxious and depressed and unwell. And like basically she has, she's not doing and working at the same pace that she was working before. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, and what I would like to, and when we think about like dismantling or we think about shedding these identities that we have, I think that it's super dope and maybe it's God in the working. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. But I think we're having the possibility of seeing life differently and it feels different. And like, I don't know. I I just... I feel I like for you to just keep asking yourself these questions and to pay attention to the space where you where okay maybe you're not working at a 9 to 5 working for somebody else but do you still have the same do you still feel the same way are you aspiring to feel the same way that you felt at the job no under not a at all but not at all but also I also think also I also also, I'm exploring the option of maybe there is a job that, and I'm sure there is, a job that I don't have to feel like that at, but that I can still work because I, I do enjoy work. Yeah. There is happiness. I do. Yeah. Like, I wasn't just miserable. I enjoy work. I do. I, I really do. Like, I enjoy projects. I enjoy these kinds of things. So is there space for that? And, and honestly, there were a couple jobs that came my way and I, they were offered them, but they were like, you know, in the same wheelhouse of what I was doing before. I knew that like, I knew some people there. I knew that it was just going to be like, you know, I'll at least get a, um, an interview. And I did not apply. And I was really beating myself up about it because I thought, girl, you are in the middle of a pandemic. Who the fuck do you think you are being picky? And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, actually, who are you not to be? Like, you don't, you're not happy in that work. You've worked with that company. You know what the deal is over there. It's more of the same. Don't do it to yourself. Yeah, and I I think that that's how we're guided in, in just that thing. And just like that honesty that happens, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. That honesty that happens. And like this, this peeling back of like, Oh no, I don't want to do that. And I'm going to say, I don't want to do that. And then s- let's see what happens. And like, and that's a scary thing. To, it's super scary. I and guess have that's the where nerve the growth to is. feel like, I think that's the growth, but I also think that's really the happiness less for me. If I'm going by his terminology, like that's, to me, the happiness of like, I want to feel good. That's not going to make me feel good. And the growth is in like, I want to be intentional. And I don't want to just fall in to this. I, I don't, and this is me, I don't know how else to say it, but I don't, 
I don't care about the purpose thing. I don't like. Wow. I don't. I'm not like, oh, I got to wake up and I feel purposeful and like I'm going to change the world. I don't I don't think like how I am very confused by that based off of Sable, how intentional Sable is. (laughs) I just am like, girl, I think you care about it much more than you think. I think that you just don't realize what you do for even the work we're doing. Like, yeah, we were on Money and Dicks the last couple of weeks. We'll be back to Love and Light. Like, people listen we to We back to Love and Light, though. We here now. We, we totally here. dropped four motherfuckers for the big <laughs> niggas in the back. No, but I'm serious. No, like, but I don't I don't have the mindset of, like, I'm going out and changing niggas' lives. Like, that's just not... And how am I going to change somebody's life? Like, I just really? don't. Really? So why do you do? Way. why do you do the work that you do? Why was it important because for Sable to have... Because it's me being honest with myself. It's the more that I peel back who I am and what I want to do and what I don't want to do. If somebody else rocks with that, that's cool. But I, I don't want to set myself to be in a trap, to be enslaved or driven by ego, by what people are expecting of oh, me. Oh, I don't think that that's what he's, I don't think that that's what the, the growth is. But I also purpose. don't think I live a purpose driven life. Like I'm not out here like, yeah, you know, this is what. I'm Shanti, and like this is what I'm doing for black people. And I was just like, I'm also black, and I would never do anything else. Like I could, I couldn't do anything else if I wanted to. I couldn't. That's where I think that you just don't see it. In all honesty, I think you do live a very purpose-driven life. I think even in the way that you mother, it's it's purpose-driven. And because I think it is just your way of being. It is. And I, I think that be sometimes it's honest with my, and, I'm trying to be, but I'm a liar, and, but I want to be radically honest. <laughs> but I also think too, that you, I think that it's hard for you to sometimes see it. Cause you just, one, just it's just who like you are. are Why like, you keep talking over I'm, me? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. You, you, you're uncomfortable with even me telling you this, like, Girl, no. you are doing purpose-driven work. Your work is important. It's touching people out there. It might just be who you are. It might just be, oh, I could never see myself doing anything else. But you, I have listened to you talk about Sable. I've listened to you talk about the podcast and say like, yeah, but like, what does that mean? Like, we, it has to there has to be something behind it. It can't just be X. It can't just be this. Yeah, like, but- but what? And then I come back. That's why we got to do mushrooms together. You want to really do some shit? It's oh like, God. nothing means anything. <laughs> no, don't do that. Cause then I just feel like you, you don't have that ego about you that I have. No, I don't care about things or people as much as you do. You care. No. You generally care about people and things in ways that I don't care, and I don't say that in like, a fucked I care, up way. I but like, it's I, just, I care about people, what they think about me, or I actually care about them. No, I think you care about people. You have a generosity, and you have okay. a care about people in ways that I don't have. And I'm I I don't think that's true. But go ahead. I care about I don't know. Anyway, this has nothing. I I can't explain it. Here we go. I don't have words for what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I don't have the words. Well, I think, I mean, I think that this is important as I, I I know that there's people who are listening to this because they've written and they've said, you know, they've lost their jobs as well. I know that there are people job searching. I know that there are people in jobs that they don't really fuck with. I know that there are people 
who maybe are in relationships that are driven by security. I know that there's people who are shit like me in apartments that are driven by security when could possibly spend a little extra money and have something that's a little more conducive to the way in which you want to live. But fear has you and it, the shit is expensive here and you just never know what's going to happen. So it's like, no, 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 I should do this. I think that this shows up in more ways than just work. Yes. It shows up in every That's, single decision we make. Yeah. I, I want to give shed light to something. And this is something that I've experienced myself, but something's come up where somebody's not happy in a relationship and they know deep down that they're not happy in a relationship, but there's like, there's so much responsibility um, on this person in terms of just circumstance of kids and and jobs and they're just so entangled and it's like and I've been in the same space myself rather than just saying and being honest about like but I know deep down that you're not the person for me and that this isn't good for me I'd rather hold on to the security and the and the performance and the role of being a good person. Like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want, I don't want my friends or family or kids to, to like, mm -hmm. I want to be a good person and I'm a good person. So I'm going to stick this out with this person, do whatever I can with this. I'm a bend over backwards. I, there, nobody can ever say that I haven't put my all into this. And right. this could be for work. This could be for, you know, school that you're going to, this could be for your, your, your relationships, any kind of relationship with you have, but you're a liar. You're lying. Wow. You're lying. And wow. you're doing yourself, you're stunting your growth. You're, 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 you're just trying to be secure in this, this role and this identity that you're so attached to that, is not you. You're not your whole ass self. You're, and you're not giving your you're not giving yourself the opportunity to be your whole ass self. You're stunting your growth indefinitely. And people can stunt their growth for like their entire lives, mm, just I because you're holding that. on mm -hmm. to like this absurd, perverse, again attached to like fucked up, short sighted, like you know, it's just trying to keep people perpetually stunted in like these roles of like, I'm a good wife. I'm a good husband. I'm a good friend. I'm a good mom. Right. But you're not, I, you're lying. Right. It, you're, you are, what's her face in, what's his face? Yes. You start, you, the you, fact that you knew I was talking about Renee, what's her name? You're Elena in, in little you're little fires everywhere. You're, you're actually wildly dangerous. Yes. You're dangerous. And the consequences of committing to that are probably greater than you just like being being your whole ass self and growing into this unknown space of like, I can't do this anymore. What's what else is there? Ugh. And I'm really proud of you because I feel like even though you somehow is everybody okay? Somehow, 
even though you didn't go, do it. Shanti, go check and make sure this person. Yeah, I don't care about people. <laughs> oh my God. No, make it, sure the person in the street's okay. You could need to call 911 or something. Oh, <laughs> trash. <laughs> wow. Hello. The Lakers are down. Did you write that down? I did. I did. I did, Queen. Everything's okay? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know what I was saying. You don't? And I guess... I guess you were proud of me about something, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's my ego. I think that, yeah, that you have been pushed to, like, try this, try something else, to, like, step... to, to, To have, like, an outer body experience, to be like, hold up, what was Antoinette doing? Do I want to keep doing that, and why? Mm. I often do you want to con- do you want to continue on the trajectory that you're at at this moment? What I don't know what that is right now because I feel like I'm spinning out of control, just so riding my like bike. This. You you want to like grab onto something and like I want to grab onto even if it's my own thing, even if it's not a nine to five, but I want to know what the what my project is, mm-hmm. um, that type of vibe. I want to know like okay. I want to dedicate myself to something. It doesn't have to be, it needs to be the right thing though. And I'm, I'm willing to wait on that unless I run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I honestly often think of this woman, Clara It's the last thing I'll say, and then we can wrap it up. This woman, Clara worked at, at the, at the venue that I used to work at as a server for years. Clara was a porter. So Clara would clean the bathrooms restock the stuff, you know, whatever. And Clara didn't make a whole lot of money, but Clara baby found so much joy in her job. And Clara was like, not interested in climbing up anybody's ladder. She was like, I make enough money to support myself, to get my hair done, to get my pedicure done. I get to see you beautiful people. I get to listen to this beautiful music. And I am, the word of the day, content. I am content. I feel good. I feel purposeful. I come in here and and she would just, she could light up a room, Shanti. She was just this being that would look you deep in your eyes, ask you how you're doing, ask you like, what she could do to support you. She would come into the club and celebrate her birthday every year. And we would clear, we would have all these tables for her. She wouldn't pay for not a damn thing. And she would dance all night. And then the next day she'd come in and she'd clean the bathrooms. And she had a loving son. She had a yes. loving daughter. Yes. And she was happy. And I want to be Clara. I want to be, even if, I, I, I just want to be, I want to push myself to be, to find happiness and to always be able, like this purpose, I really feel so strongly about, what, I want to make other people's lives better. Mm. I, want to, I want to improve the quality of other people's life. That is where I'm happiest. Whether I'm singing whether I'm doing fucking admin for 
arts programs, whether I'm marching in the street, whether I'm just hanging out with my friends. I want to improve people's lives. That makes me really happy. And so I have to find that in everything that I do, regardless of what it is. If I'm a fucking porter cleaning the bathrooms, and I think that's what this is. And I think choosing the growth, I think choosing all three, but finding your purpose, for me, finding my purpose in that and what makes me happy, get rid of my ego. And like, if it is that I end up having to take a job where I'm back serving or I'm bussing tables or I'm on OnlyFans, I have to, I have to make people feel good. Good. Really, like that's the only thing that I've been certain about my entire life. Okay. So that get that girl. Okay. I'm. Uh, it doesn't bring me any closer to my next direction, but it does at least get me off the ledge of like I don't have purpose. It's like you can always make somebody feel good. You know, mm-hmm. like that ain't that hard. Like tell somebody today that their butt is fat, even though it isn't. For real. Like, Shanti, your breasts came in. Oh, see, what you just did there <laughs> made me realize you really don't feel like my breasts came in. I haven't seen This them, is girl. a lie. We've been living a lie. <laughs> Rasheed no, probably feel the same way. God damn it. Yeah, I'm text serious, him right though. now. Curse him out. I, I, you don't think I, my breasts came in, remote. did you, Rasheed? He's like, what? Don't t- the last time you text him because I because I didn't got you riled up it did not go well so just leave it alone remember that when I was like yeah girl text him remind him of what that you asked him X Y and Z and he ain't answer he was like uh he ain't respond for like three days <laughs> <laughs> anyway stretch the neck I hope this episode was helpful I, if you have the calm app please listen to this let us know what you think let us know your thoughts and and please examine. How your ego is relating to fear. Are you being your whole ass self? Or are you yeah. trying to, ident- to identify with, with things that are not you? And how can you be more you? Mm-hmm. And if a and nine to five you know is who you stripping are? you from being you... I watched On the Spectrum. Oh, I thought we were ending it. Go ahead. Which is, um, it is a matchmaking reality show on Netflix in which they follow different people on the spectrum of autism as they try to go looking for love. Oh, wow. And what I have noticed about autism is that in this terms of this ego that we're talking about, it's completely mm-hmm. stripped. Like they don't have egos in the same way that we have egos. So they're completely honest how they're feeling, what they want to do in that moment with their bodies, with the sounds, what they like, what they don't like. They say it and they don't like, they're not conditioned to change their natural and immediately immediate responses to things in any kind of way. And it makes everybody else uncomfortable because they're like, no, nigga, like, don't put my food together. Like, my food has to be separate from each other. And, like, that's what I like. And I don't care what everybody else is doing. And, like, 
in this moment, I feel like jumping up and twirling right now, and I'm going to do that. And also, I'm going to I'm just going to be completely honest about how I feel emotionally. And I just feel like we it, it's a beautiful lesson for us to real to see how far we are from who we really are. I know mm. so many people that like and myself included, I'm that feel certain ways that just won't voice it or say it or be it because it's just not what everybody it's just not what we're conditioned to do. And so when we talk about like what we're doing in this life and who we want to be and how we're living our lives, I just feel like the more we peel back who we aren't who we aren't and like really be like oh yeah this is a fucked up sick illness that we're aspiring to we're just trying to be like racist white men like that's what we're aspiring to that's like our model like that's of course we're not going to be well of course we're going to be confused peel it back and then well, spin when you feel like spinning. Like what? That, what's so hard about that? That <laughs> is the quote. Do, do not be a racist white man. Spin when you feel like spinning. Be your whole ass Boop. self. Be your whole ass self. That's the quote. That's the quote. Speaking of it, I, I mean, I hope that people got something out of this. I don't know if they did. I felt like we was talking around in circles and we're still trying to figure it out. But I guess it's just... Don't subscribe to racist white man shit. Choose. I mean, for me, it's choose growth. Choose. And for you, choosing growth is to find. Is to be myself because I and enjoy. self is to be helping other people feel good. Right. And that's feel, why I'm choosing feel, it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I also would like to encourage everyone to subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> And to rate and subscribe because we try to grow. And unfortunately, that's just that's just where we're at. We gotta we want I want to reach more people with this podcast. I think that it is important. It makes me feel good. It feeds me. In order to do that, I'm asking for the listeners. Oh, bring to it in. Connect help it. us Full circle. Reach more listeners and expand our audience by sharing our stories when we post them by telling your friends by subscribing to our patreon by just subscribing to the podcast in general and giving us a rating you don't even have to give us a good one but just give us one Come let on, us know your keep thoughts the corrections be like you said all those names wrong right like, normani Normani. Normani. We probably still saying it wrong. Normani. I also want to give a special shout out to one of my best girlfriends, Jade of All Jades, who bought me a book. And this book is Woman Patterns and Let me Plants. See so I can put it in sable. A self-care coloring book. Yeah. And it is so beautiful. Look, Shanti. Look at this. Sis. She got cornrows in, in her hair. Come it's, through. It's really beautiful. And I just bought oh. some crayons Aww. today to color it. And I was thinking about, in all honesty, gifting it to Jolie. JoJo don't color nothing. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to keep it for Get myself because I'll do it. Nothing. But anyway, um, so I'm, you know, I'm, un- I'm doing what makes me happy. 
And coloring is going to be one of those things. But honestly, what would make me happier is if I could give this to someone who I feel like needs it. <laughs> so I wanted to give it to Jodo. She don't want it, so whatever. Anyway, here we are. Unraveling. Tommy still ain't got no job. Shanti is still a boss bitch. And we're working it out. We are working it out. And you know what? Maybe I can be Sable's porter. You could be a Sable ambassador. You can run all the project. You could produce all of the the photo shoots. You can handle all of the production. Say less, sis. It's in my wheelhouse. I don't even know what any of that means. So Okay. So you this was an around the week girls job. <laughs> I don't know. I think with that, we're out, right? Or you got something else to say, Sheila? No, that's it. That's mm -hmm. it. We'll be back next week. Love and light this week, y'all. Nice and boring. Love and light just ends up to be kind of like dim and <laughs> it's like always kind of confusing. It's not like, wah. It's kind of like, uh, Life is great, baby. <laughs> 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 It's like never completely. It's never like, bing, we no. got it, guys. It's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> we should just stick to the money and dicks. We got that down. Oh, pat. my God. I hate us. Love and light is a. We definitely needed some more money and dicks in this episode. This episode is like a solid C. But that's okay. Can't knock them all out the park. And what Maybe. you rating it on? The white man's. I'm rating it on my scale. Okay. Just still. But we'll be back soon. And we have a couple of exciting guests coming up. I just got to schedule them. Yeah, I'll tell you in a second. I was like, who? All right. Who? That's it. We out. Goodbye now. Ego, ego, skip it trippin' in my mind. Ego, ego, skip it trippin' in my mind. Ego, ego, skip it trippin', 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 trippin'. Ego, ego. I got one, you got one, and now we equal. Sometimes it makes you trip out on your people. Sometimes it has connotations of evil. Sometimes niggas call on it when they need to. It's called the ego. You have just heard an around the way curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. So all you psychoanalysts pull out your pad and pen. It's called the ego. Come up with an idea, and no one seems to get it. And every time you mention it, they stare like you're two-headed. But one day. You're